When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. All right, it is Monday on the KBJ After the Show podcast. Got to Virginia back from her weekend in Texas. Yeehaw! It was a great time. You ate and drank a ton. We did. We definitely had a good visit. My sister was there. Mm-hmm. Magnolia and Panda and Rocco all went. It was nice to have the whole family together. And you're going spicy margaritas, huh? Oh, I drank so many spicy margaritas. That sounds fucking awful. They were great. Oh, spicy margarita. Oh, That's what the queen's so really good. into now. She drinks some spicy margaritas. Yeah, it's just a little tequila and lime juice and uh, sometimes maybe a little bit of pepper juice in there. Oh, it's so not my game. And some very spicy, like a little seasoning to go in it. Y'all like that. The one drink I cannot fuck with is the Bloody Mary. I've seen you guys eat and drink some disgusting Bloody Marys in your time. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get those spicy too. I don't I can't drink Bloody Marys all day. I actually no. if I'm having a Bloody Mary, I'm having one. And that's more for the taste, not the alcohol, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, for us in our household, we'll do them early in the morning, typically. It's a breakfast cocktail. Like a Saturday morning, you'll get up, you have a Bloody Mary. And but do you make that to get a little bit of a buzz, or is, are you putting the alcohol in there just for the taste, and that's, that's no, what it? No, it just kind of gets it. you a little peaceful. Yeah, it's like you wake up, and you're like, okay, beautiful little Saturday morning. If your wife had a neck tat, you'd drink one, too, when you broke up. That's right. Right when you wake up, have a margarita, have a Bloody Mary. And I'm sure there's different ways, obviously. There, there, there's probably Bloody Marys for enjoyment, and then there's Bloody Marys to get fucked up. Yeah, I guess. Does you know, anybody drink Bloody Marys to get fucked up? I, I don't, don't know. I, I, I don't know that I've ever once in my life could say I got hammered on Bloody Marys. I don't think you can have that many of them. It's too acidy. Uh, okay, that's. Yeah. What, I'm not in that world. I'm not a fancy fuck like you guys. These aren't fancy. D- yeah, Bloody Marys aren't that. fancy. I don't think so. I grew up in Lake Park. Bloody Marys are fancy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me see. A uh, big headline for me over the weekend was uh, Caitlin and uh, her mom, Mexican queen, went and did get their neck tat. Uh, if you missed it on the regular show, I believe Suits has the photos we can put up there for you. Now, I had expressed my opinions on it. I was assured that they would be the kind of tattoos that when you wear your hair down, you wouldn't really know that they have them. Uh, yesterday, the queen had her hair down. I did kind of at least see part of the tattoo. They got the three crosses 
And uh, I was like, I don't know. So yesterday I didn't, I didn't see her a ton. Uh, but you She know, was hiding the tattoo. Well, she was doing some work out. Yeah, she might have been. She was <laughs> doing like, some work, and I was just kind this of binge-watching TV. I told Kevin it wasn't going to be this big. She was working on the new tat that she was getting laid out for the next time. <laughs> yeah. So we asked the opinion. It's uh, not well-received right now. A lot of people are like, I don't know, is it a hashtag? It looks like a picket fence. So there are a couple things. It's uh, three crosses. <laughs> yeah. She trying to figure out what it is. What's going on with that? So there's some comments that uh, have gone on there. Do they, do they, did you hear them talk about it all? If they like the design, did they, were they going, oh, I love it. They, they look like crosses. I assume they like it. You know, I don't, they didn't really talk a lot about it in front of me, probably because they knew how I felt. And so, you know, they probably didn't want that energy. Um, but uh, there are a lot of comments about it. Uh, one, Tech says, uh, regarding the neck tats, don't be so superficial that you can't see past that. Your love and attraction shouldn't be shallow. It should be deep. So I'm telling you that your feelings of disrespect are wrong. In my opinion, <laughs> that is the same thing as saying if your wife was in an accident and was disfigured, you wouldn't know if your attraction would be there for her anymore. We are more than just bodies. Stay positive. Signed, well, the tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that was to something. To compare an accident yeah, that was something, to a willing tattoo is completely different. Well, that was something I'd address when I first started talking about it, because I could assume that would have been it. And then, trust me, and all the time I was thinking about it, that that was part of what I thought about. I'm like, well, you know, if she was in a disfiguring accident, are you going to, you know, not find her attractive for who she is? And I, I know that's a big part of it. What I had said when I first talked about that, and I may not have mentioned that today when I was talking about it, is it was more just to say, hey, this is something you're choosing to do. An, a disfiguring car accident, you're not going to be going, hey, I'd like to really mangle my face. The email is wrong. Yeah, so that was what I was saying. To me, it was more of your husband had said, hey, I don't think I'm going to – it's not going to add to the level of attraction I have for you, so would you reconsider? And, uh, you know, that wasn't enough. So I think that was, that's, that's the difference. The email is wrong. You could not, you've not been a dick face at all during this process. You could have been much more dicky. You're not, you're not crazy no. to have these feelings about, I, and when yeah. I'm talking, I'm not talking about Caitlin. Right, Caitlin's yeah. 25 oh, yeah. years old. Yeah. She's a single girl who's mm -hmm. not yeah. married. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking she can about, do what she wants, Caitlin. It, it makes sense to me. With mm -hmm. Caitlin, I, I'm talking about you. For yeah. you to just give your opinion right. about how it's making you feel, mm -hmm. why is that emailer allowed to email about how they feel about how you? It, everyone's got mm -hmm. their own feelings. Everyone's got the right to their own feelings, just right. like you do, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. And so that's kind of more of what it is. Is just maybe not really considering my feelings much, you know, to that. And then you know, there's part of it where it's like she had the influencing factors where she had Caitlin on one side and me on the other, and you know, you'd sometimes wonder about how influential you are on your wife and who has more influence i can tell you right now your daughter has way more influence than you do why, what do you, <laughs> why do you say <laughs> i think kim is kind of going through it a little bit where she wants more bonding with caitlin mm -hmm. and wants more reasons to be with caitlin and be similar to caitlin mm -hmm. and I, I see other moms do it too and yeah. it, it's not weird. It's normal for moms to want that. It's Look. maybe who would I rather be in good standing with, my husband or my daughter? Right. Well, mm -hmm. You and your family, you're all going to do what you're going to do. My, my whole thing is 
I just don't want you personally feeling mm. bad of how you've reacted. That's my that's my main yeah, stance thank you. with yeah. what I'm saying. Right. The queen, I love the queen, yeah. and I love Caitlyn, and they're going to do what they want to do. But you, you're not crazy. You haven't been a jerk. You're not shallow. Yeah. You've handled this better than anybody I know in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So I just don't want you feeling bad for anything. Yeah, and, you know, life will go on, but it's, you know, just kind of going through the emotional journey of, you know, having a wife that has a pretty prominent neck tattoo now. Uh, another comment said, I'm sorry, but that is terrible. It looks like a ghetto mess. I would get my money back. Maybe if it was cute thing crosses, then yes, but it's not feminine at all. It looks like fence posts. Nope, nope, nope. Well, it's identical to the one that that MLB player has, right? Like, were they trying to do his tat? Yeah, I don't know where it came up. There's uh, two players. One of them is from the Braves, and the other one I saw today uh, I think he plays for the Rays, and unfortunately, he was on there. And I noticed his tattoo because he is being called into question for an inappropriate relationship with a young girl. So, their one looks to me more like the guy from the Braves, but the Rays kind of has the same one, mm-hmm. where it, the the Braves guy's more crooked. The Rays guy's more is more straight up and down. Yeah, but so. it's it's the same like look. Right. So this must be the hot tattoo to get right now. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's uh, where it all came Always from. Always be wasn't. careful with right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right You're now right. doesn't last forever. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jacqueline, she'd said, uh, just a thought you mentioned pretty consistently, the queen is very tough and has an I don't care attitude. However, you also mentioned that she has social anxiety to the point where she doesn't love going to events and has even brought a friend with her. Yeah, she typically does. Um, it doesn't seem to line up to me. The tough persona seems to be exactly that, just a persona of a little girl who never got the tenderness she needed as a kid. She went an extended period without showering, yet she was self-conscious enough to visit a doctor to lose weight. Am I crazy or does it seem like the right hand and the left hand don't match up? Yeah, I mean, I think she'd be a fascinating case study. Oh, I think she, she would go would, deep. If she would be a case study, which she won't, but yeah. if she would... Let a psychoanalysis happen. I think she would be astounded by how much of this goes back to her childhood mm, and probably. stuff. Unresolved childhood trauma is very much impacting her as an adult. I mean, isn't that what happens to everybody? Though? I mean, are we all it impacted is. by from what we from our childhood? But she went through some different stuff that I don't think uh, I went through or you went through. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't. You don't know my journey. I do, actually. I know too much about your journey. <laughs> she said, uh, seems like this neck tat and the effort attitude is just part of the tough persona that doesn't actually exist. Damn. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Okay, who knows? Uh, got an email here on how I can maybe reset my luck for do it, bitch. Pretty amazing that I haven't uh, picked a winner in, I think, 11 weeks. <laughs> you kind of going through it a little bit. Yeah, just, I, I don't know I don't, what's going on. Oh. Yeah, that black cloud, I guess. <laughs> Tough week. Yeah. I walked into the other room during commercial break and go, poor son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot going on. Uh, let me see. Hillary has an idea here on how to reset my do it bitch losing streak. I should write my pick on a piece of paper and show it to the KVJ TV audience, but nobody on the show gets to see it because maybe your pick is not out there in the universe and it gets in the contestants' heads. Maybe you're self sabotaging when they know that. That you've now picked them. Anything is possible at this Who knows? point. 
Yeah, I don't hate it. I do like the fact that people are so invested in doing it. I like the suspense of none of us know who Kevin picked. I I think it's a good idea. I I think if the I like it when the audience gets something and we don't, that makes it like they they, they're. I like it. I think it's a cool idea. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll try that uh, tomorrow then. I'll uh, hold that up. See what they have to say. So that's a good idea there, Hillary and Hobe Sound. People, people into that bit. I love it. Mm-hmm. The punishment's been stepping up. We're doing good on the punishment. Tomorrow. Yeah. Kevin ate a cactus last week. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> and his lip just now feels better. Every time I think about that, I belly laugh. That was rough. Just because I saw it all unfold and go to shit right he, before it went to shit. He went in so hard. I was so like, hard. oh, God. You tried to bite that cactus. So Virginia did no favors for you, by the way. By the way, she was holding it for well, you. I thought oh, you were yeah. gingerly going to bite it, and so I had it kind of close to your lips, and you just went, Argh. I didn't know where it was, so I went right in to, to get it. I thought it was farther away from my face than it was, and no, it was right there. Damn. Right into that uh, cactus needle. Mistakes were made. If you listen back to the audio, you can really how horrif- you can hear how horrified and scared I am for yeah. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, let me see. <laughs> Drew said, I hate to be the one to break it to Virginia, but while she was away, a whole bit got stolen from Jaybird. In the no-name movie game, Jaybird is unknowingly showing the live stream the cue cards. No wonder Kevin got one and Suits got six. The cheating that goes on when the witch is away. Wow. Now, there, there, it's a, there's a delay on that. Okay. So you, there's, there's really no way to cheat. We've addressed it before. Okay. Yeah, you can't. Okay. Well, maybe you can't cheat. What the fuck do I know? It's quick. It's a quick one, wasn't it? <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, somebody else said that uh, Virginia needs to be aware of this. Apparently YouTube is doing her dirty. Uh, the thumbnail from the show today is uh, not the most flattering. Uh, I'd say... <laughs> Jeez. That's the thumbnail. Who the <laughs> fuck picked that? The algorithm and randomly picked that for the thumbnail. Who picked that? <laughs> YouTube did. If you don't pick it yourself, they'll randomly pick one that comes up for it. I'm sure somebody who works here that hates me picked that. No, that's amazing. <laughs> that's the problem is going to be narrowing it down. <laughs> Hold on, Kevin. I want that for a shirt. Somebody hates me. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> right? Fucking hilarious. It's a great photo. 
<laughs> yeah, if you had to capture that, that that smelled a fart, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that sourpuss, puffy face, all in That's one. Taking a dump. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Did Baby Lockley, Denny's son, makes that same face when he's coming. <laughs> can you get a picture of him? We can do side do by side. Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Curtis, uh, letting you know about those black rat boxes you got in your backyard. They're not traps. Uh, what it is, it's a bait box. So you put the poison in there. The rats will go in there. They'll get the bait. They'll go back to wherever their nest is, hopefully share it, eat it, then die there so someplace I guess, else. I guess my question is when they eat the poison or they bring it back to their little herd, are they – do they know not to go in the yard? Is that one of those things where – after the one dies, they go, just do not go back to that yard. It is fucked. It is poisonous. Yeah, I don't know. I know when we had had them really bad, we would look in the back, and it was rough. There would be ones, and you could tell they were sick and dying. I was like, oh, oh. they're just, yeah. It's, uh, that's no way it to was look tough out the window. To see. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, so. That'll ruin your mood for your backyard. Well, it did. When, when I had that terrible rat problem back in my old townhouse, yeah. and it was, you, the, the way the, the roof was, it was so fucked. Yeah, I mean, they, it was just a rat party there. But I called in the rat people, the professionals. They just put down that fucking little sticky thing. Yeah, there was a rat that it took three days for it to die. <laughs> that fucks with a man's head. Oh yeah, <laughs> and no, that's kind of how it is. That? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. I don't want to have to see this. And Jay Bird kept checking on it, hoping that it had passed, and it didn't. Every time, I- and it would look up at him and like. Yeah. <laughs> I would open up the door. Please, please, kind sir. I'd Help me. I'm in anguishing pain. Yeah, I'd open it up. It would be yeah. laying there. Go, oh, I think it's dead. And then like, a piece of light would hit its eye. <laughs> 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 One last time. Still Look, kicking. It's still alive. <laughs> Fuck. We finally had, we had, we had Don't say it. All right. Don't say what happened because it's just too well, much. I, I, I wouldn't. I think about it a lot. I do too. So don't say it. We had to get involved. It was, all, it was terrible. It was terrible. It, it, it changed my life. It changed yeah. my life and I wasn't even there. Just from knowing the story, it changed so me. So that's why I'm so paranoid about rats now. We yeah. get it. And I take every corner oh so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kelsey said that uh, she was at a bar in St. Augustine, and this guy was uh, performing. I couldn't help but notice his outfit looked like something Jaber would have uh, slapped together. Oh, oh shit, a, it does. Yeah, he's got on the kind of Kango hat. That's the blues Jaybird. I was in St. Augustine. <laughs> <laughs> I was dressed blues up. Bird. Blues, blues Bird. Blues <laughs> Bird. Yeah, how about that? Huh. Nice. Uh, let me see. Holly looking for a, a little clarification. She said, is it better for your show if we listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube in the first 24 hours? I recently listened to YouTube when I'm getting ready for work real time and Spotify as I drive home, the ATS. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter if it's any of those platforms and uh, you'll be okay. In regards to YouTube, uh, we should like the video, subscribe, and leave a comment, correct? If one person leaves multiple comments, is that helpful? It, oh, it, it's helpful. Yeah, I think just the more you interact with it and give it you know, some attention, it looks like you know, people care about it. Not to be a pandering puss over here, but I do want to say an extra thank you to the KVJ Nation that has been flooding our YouTubes. Big time. They're going back to old videos. They're putting comments on there. Nice. Yeah, it, it really does help. Y- y'all jump the pizza vlog up there. there there's almost 100 
heard comments just on the pizza, the new pizza vlog. That so is awesome. Y'all make my heart tickle. I appreciate you all trying to help. Big help. No, it really is. So it really thank is a you. big yeah, help. People did definitely uh, jump to uh, help out. We uh, appreciate it more than you know. Uh, got uh, an email here from Danica. She said, we want to call out KBJ for being our honorary third partner in the National Straw Sculpting Competition. My dad and I have participated as a team for the last several years. We're procrastinators by nature, so we had to put in some stretches of long hours and listening to the KBJ show kept us moving. Wow. Thanks for keeping us entertained and laughing while we worked. It definitely made the time go by a lot faster, and you guys were with us every step of the way this year. And look at that amazing thing they made out of straw, the Oscar the Grouch. That is badass. Isn't they that unreal? That? Yeah. Holy shit, I would love that from my backyard. How crazy is that, huh? Oh, that thing is awesome. Wow, you I, guys are talented. Very oh, right. talented. Oh, my oh, gosh. A Bigfoot style like that? We need to get you on the team. Yep. Oh, I bet they could do a kick-ass Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. How, how much y'all charge? Yeah, how much do you charge? That's a, that's a good question. Man, anything big is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you all the beer you can drink. <laughs> I wish I could give you movie tickets, but I don't think I, I don't have that kind of power. I'll just buy you movie tickets. I'll buy you movie tickets <laughs> for like a whole month. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is badass. That yeah, is very impressive. That is very impressive. I'm always so impressed with people that can do art like that on a big scale. Like, whoa. Yeah, made out straw. And if, if that doesn't win, what would beat that? I know. It's pretty crazy. We're pulling for you. I am pulling for you. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody else emails us, hey, I'm a big fan of you guys. I've got a Bigfoot. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got an email from Leslie. She said, uh, I'm getting ready to move, and I was going through all of our belongings, and I came across a picture of my boyfriend Justin from baseball camp uh, back in the day. She's 37, and she said, um, uh, to be more specific, it was Bucky Dent's baseball camp. Oh, Coach oh. Contender worked there. You were there. Maybe you're in the picture. Well, she said, uh, Justin is the little boy. Here is the cover of the photo that they gave you. Every uh, every Friday, you'd get that photo back. It was always a Major League Baseball player and your instructor with the kid. Yeah, her uh, boyfriend is the one in the Brewer shirt, and there you can see in the Cubs, I believe that is one wow. Coach Contender. Holy shit, that is me. Yep. Look at Jaybird, all young. That is, uh, yeah. Look at that I, dude, huh? So I lost a lot of weight that summer. Uh-huh. That, that was my first year there. And then the next year, I gained a bunch of weight. I remember hearing him. He didn't know I could I could hear him. Hey, did uh, Coach Chicken Tender, did he gain a bunch of weight? He looks kind of fat now. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's going through a depression. <laughs> I think I must have been. Oh, man. <laughs> I, so I was I was up and down, but I, I gained a lot. One fucking year, I gained yeah. a shit ton of weight. I move around. Coach Ch- Chicken Tanner didn't move around as quick. We need to make him run some laps. Uh, they would have the best hoagies at lunchtime, and I would eat like three of them. Kids, let's go and play some fucking baseball. Three? I would. I could put it away back then. <laughs> Uh, she said, um, on another note, we also have a closet full of old action figures we need to part ways with and sports memorabilia. So. Wow. Hit me there's up. Your, Let me know yeah. what you got. Yeah, there you go. She's, there's the uh, contact for you. There's the uh, photo. I want to show that off. Took a picture with her kid. Now I'm taking his figures. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let me see some other emails here. 
Uh, Mark said, I am curious, nosy about these Sinekis. Any fun Magnolia summer college stories to share? How's Rocco doing with his sister back home? Magnolia seem any different? Is she more appreciative of Mama Virginia now? Yeah, I think um, as she's growing up and growing older, she's definitely appreciative of, you know, the life that she's got and how lucky she is. She's definitely getting, like, as you get older, you just, your perspective changes. And you're not such a self-centered kid who thinks only of themselves. Like, you start to realize, oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. You're noticing a little bit of that change. I definitely am noticing her from going from a self-centered teenager to a young adult that's like, okay, I see why my mom did this and that and this. When does she go back to Florida State? She goes on Thursday. I go on Friday after the show. Would she? Let me talk... I'm see if you want to try to get into the horror movie. Would she do the horror movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Her and Rocco would do it if you're looking for a twofer. I already got Rocco's part done, but I want to add Magna. I'm trying to get everyone in from everyone's family if I can. Yeah, she would do it. She she leaves Thursday. Her and her roommate are driving up Thursday night. Holy shit. To have the Ralston's kids in there and oh, then yeah. the Sinickies, that is, that's heartwarming. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. The family affair. <laughs> Big doings. Okay. I mean, this really is kind of going to be about her first real experience with college. Because I remember I did the same thing. As soon as I graduated from high school, that summer I went to college. I just, you know, got there. and You did summer session. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's I, what she did. She had to do it. I think it. I had a job. I think that's what I did. I think I actually went there and started working. But I was there. But I do remember in the summertime, it was completely different. There was, yes. there was a lot of townies, and it was just a different vibe. There's only a small smattering well, of students there. What FSU does, which is smart, it for them, they don't let everybody in in the fall. They tell a lot of these kids that they have to go in the summer And so it's just a way for them to, I think, acclimate these kids to the town and then also get, you know, more tuition money. (laughs) So there are no dummies. Mm -hmm. Because if we could have put her in in the fall, we probably would have because we don't know. But because she had to go in the summer, they required it as a part of her admission. She had to go in the summer. They, you know, they got the meal plan out of her. They got the dormitory money out of her. They got the tuition money out of her. And it turns out it was the best thing that could have happened to us because she learned how to navigate the campus before all the other students were there, Mm. before she was trying to go through Rush. Right. Could you imagine going through Rush and learning where all your classes were and navigating thousands and thousands of kids in a new space? Like, I would just tell anybody, we accidentally did it right. And summer was the best thing that she could have done to acclimate herself to Tallahassee. So did she party a lot over the summer? Because she did. She did. Okay. So she partied still a lot and she got straight A's in both of her classes. Okay. Wow. Go Mags. Look, if you're going to party and you can still get straight A's. She did. I didn't party in high school and this motherfucker struggled to get straight C's. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing right now like, you know, the the basic classes. The yeah, English the, the prerequisite. Exactly. Shit, yeah. So it's not like she's doing the hard 
pre-med stuff that, you know, eventually she wants to track herself into the pre-med program. Okay. I'm sure the partying plan will have to be adjusted once the pre-med course load presents itself. So what does she want to be then? She wants to be a doctor right now. Wow. Okay. That's what she's saying, that she she's really, she loves dermatology. Okay. And she loves plastic surgery. She loves oh, wow. elective stuff. And where did she stuff. get that from? I, I know. <laughs> is this where you're pushing her so you get free plastic surgery for the rest of your life? Not at all. I did not pick med. I, I'm i squeamish. I would never be able to do medical school, so I never thought she would want to do medical mm-hmm. school. Okay. She loves it, though. She went and shadowed our dermatologist, Dr. Beer, mm-hmm. and she watched him do, like, melanoma surgery. Oh, wow. Cutting out like melanomas and stuff. And she just loved it. Right. There's no effing way I would have done that, suggested that, pushed her to that. Like, no. Okay. That is not me. Hmm. All right. Got uh, an email here wanting to talk about sex, baby. So I got a question here. Um, What should be discussed, if anything, before you have sex with someone? I feel it's pretty awkward when being in the moment and then not knowing something such as, okay, where do I finish? (laughs) How do you handle that? Is it hand, mouth, stomach, traditional method? I think it's going to depend on your partner, my friend. And, you know. You should be wearing a condom if it's your first time. Yeah, I would Just think so yeah, you that, know. that should answer the question, I think, yeah, until you really get to a point of trust and testing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if it's one of those things where you just spontaneously hook up and you weren't expecting to hook up, wear a rubber. Yeah. But again, when it comes to all that stuff, I really do think communication is the best way. I mean, if... If, if we're close enough to be sticking our naughty parts together. Sometimes you've been drinking we, and you we, just get to stick it. Well, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't have to spell it out for you. No, but what, <laughs> I think it's good to communicate, you know, when it mm. comes to those kind of questions. Also, questions like what position to ask and not ask for. Uh, does everybody talk about uh, <laughs> sex in detail uh, before they have it the first time? No. Okay. You got you got to have natural conversation that doesn't feel weird. Like if you ask, "Where should I finish?" or "What positions yeah. are acceptable for me um, to ask for?" Where, where would you like me to put it now? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, you know, <laughs> getting comfortable with somebody. It, yeah, you're, you're not. You're you may not, not a, go to the most extreme position the first time. It's just uh, over time things build, and you. Get an understanding of what they seem to feel comfortable with. And don't. <laughs> I, just, it's a I like the I like the email. Uh-huh. Uh, so there you go. So they're just I think younger and in the game and trying well, to figure out a few things. When it. you're younger and and just starting out in the game, definitely do the condom route, please. Just yeah. for us. I'm talking to you like your mom. But I feel so much better without it, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there you go. A couple things to uh, sort out. Uh, let me see here. Other stuff that uh, we got going on here today. Uh, I know we got uh, Bamboozle coming up, and people were talking about, uh, are you driving to Tallahassee and then coming back for Bamboozle then I on Saturday? Am. I absolutely am. So I'm going to do a quick turnaround. I'm just going up there to drop off a carload of stuff on Friday evening, and then I'm turning right back around and coming home. Okay, wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> My dad had to do that one time. Fun as fuck. I surprised us for a, a Thanksgiving kind of a thing, but it was it really wasn't Thanksgiving. It was the week, like the week before, and I was still coming back to Thanksgiving. But he dropped he dropped me off and turned right back around as if he was dropping me off at the mall or something. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a parent, you got to do this stuff. If you love your kid, yeah. Yeah. It sucks, but I'm going to suck it up and just, you know, get it done. Her dad went and got her last time, so I'm just grateful for that because right. that would have been my fourth time in a row doing it by myself it's or with lot. Panda. And that's a lot to mm-hmm. put on the mother yeah. when the father is perfectly capable. So okay. I'm happy he did do it the last time. Very nice. Okay, yeah, we're going to be doing... Kind of like a name that tune thing out there. We're going to be at ER Bradley starting at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah, and you don't have to be in Bamboozle because I think, I think as soon as we started talking about it, it immediately sold out. So I oh, think okay. I think the Bamboozle registrations are now sold out. Okay, but you don't have to be in Bamboozle to come to ER Bradley's. Hang out with us. We'll let you just play around with us, and you can watch the challengers because it's groups of four that are running around West Palm doing a scavenger hunt. It's so fun. It's boozy. They're running around at different bars and doing challenges and getting points. And so at ER Bradley's, Kevin had an idea for us to do two-second tunes. So we're going to be doing that game that we play on the radio where we play a small portion of a song, and then the contestants have to guess the name of the song. So that's going to be fun for spectators to watch and participants to play. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be fun vibe, and we'll be drinking, eating. ER Bradley's brings it with an atmosphere. Yeah, they do. It'll be a good time. So we'll see everybody out there on Saturday at uh, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. we're there at Bradley's. It's over. Four more men's. All right, y'all, you got any comments? You can uh, send them to us, mail at kbjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. Have a good Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.